Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome back to the Feminine Millionaire Show podcast. I have missed you. I have taken six weeks off for the summer holidays and paused the podcast and I am now back and I feel a beautiful new energy of anticipation and excitement to be back. So where better place to start off than with nine things LA has taught me. So I have spent August and September in Los Angeles and I'm still here now as I record this for you. And I'm going to dive into nine things LA has taught me today with nuggets of wisdom and insights woven into this episode. Because the truth is that our spiritual lessons are woven into real life. They don't happen in a temple or a church or a monastery most of the time. They happen in the encounters with life. They happen in the way we engage with life. The way we respond to the things that come our way. Things we choose and things we don't. They come as we navigate health challenges, relationship challenges, self-belief challenges, money challenges. And so today I'm going to share with you some of the things that LA has taught me and you'll hear some of the spiritual lessons that I've been receiving. So the first one, now this caught me by surprise. And I realised that a month is enough for a holiday. And you might say, well, of course it is. Normally we go for a week or two weeks. Well, I was actually operating from a past version of myself. So the past version of myself rewind four years would love to come away for the maximum possible on a tourist visa and come away for three months. I figured it was so far to come and I loved being in a new place and the freedom I had to do new things, try new things. And so during the whole pandemic, there was a part of me that was nostalgic for those times, for those summers in LA. And I was longing for them and I was yearning for them And so when they finally released the last of the COVID regulations for non-US citizens this May, I was thrilled and excited to be able to plan a trip. And so, of course, I defaulted to my old way of operating. Initially, I booked a six-week trip and then I thought, well, I always want to stay longer, so let me extend now. Now, something surprising happened. After 
the first month here, I felt full up. I felt satisfied. My desire for travel, adventure, rest, rejuvenation, it was all fulfilled. Oh, I didn't expect this. So I had to do a reframe here. My accommodation was non-refundable and so was my flight. And of course, we always have the freedom to make different decisions. But here's the lens I chose to take. So firstly, I realised that more is not always more. So that's going to serve me well in the coming years. I realised that perhaps I might prefer shorter, more frequent holidays. More of an approach of moderation as I grow older and wiser. I realised that I was allowing a past version of me to dictate my present. And that was no longer my truth. So how did I reframe this? Well, the question that I've been asking for these next six weeks is show me why I'm here. Show me what I need to experience, who I need to meet, what I'm here to receive and what I'm here to give. This is the question I'm asking. I'm coming from a place of curiosity of, oh, how interesting. I made this intuitively guided decision to be here for this long. I wonder why. Okay, the second thing LA has taught me is to really honour my desire for being in nature. I am staying up in the Hollywood Hills and it is the best feeling being up here. And I realise that views are literally one of my favourite things. And interestingly, where I'm living here is very similar to where I live back in Ibiza. So this is my thing and it brings me a lot of joy being in nature with the bird song, the little hummingbirds buzzing around the leaves, the beautiful flowers blooming in nature, the energy of nature all around me. This is sacred Native American land where I am staying. And I'm deeply at peace being here. So it reminded me, yes, always honour your desire for being in nature. The third thing LA has taught me is the joy of encounters with strangers. Or perhaps I should say strange encounters. (laughs) Encounters with strangers or strange encounters. And sometimes they're both. On Friday, I was out for a walk up in the hills here and I was walking down a street and there was an older lady standing in the middle of the street. And we said hi as I approached and she said to me, I miss Dave. And I paused for a moment, assessed. And realised she thought that I was a local and I knew Dave. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm new in the area. Did Dave pass away? And she said, yes, yes, he did. This was his house. 
and these are new people here now, and I could sense her grief and her loss. So I just held space for her to talk to me. And she did. And after a few minutes, she suddenly looked at me and said, I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. And I just gently held space for her. And I believe the reason she was telling me was because I could hold that space as a healer. I could listen to her with compassion and non-judgment. And her words had a safe place to land. Our conversation led to talking about DNA and she shared that she has Native American DNA in her blood. And then she invited me round to her house and said, please drop in any time. This is my house, this is my car. And I really feel like she needs to talk. So I'm going to see if I can go and connect with her one day and just be open to this joy of encounters with strangers. I think I'm going to expand on this one in another episode because there's many more encounters I could share with you. But let's stay with the lessons LA has taught me. Number four, I've learned just how revitalizing it is to put yourself in a completely new living environment, to switch up absolutely everything that's normal and familiar including the food you buy, where you buy your food, what your exercise routine is, even the hours you work. I've had to adapt every aspect of my life, including the new working hours. I now get up at 6.30 so I can meditate, do my spiritual practice, do yoga, go for a walk before I get to my desk at 7.30 and then I begin with clients at 8am. I do not do that (laughs) normally. I start work at 11. This has really awakened every sense and it's broken some of the habitual behaviours and created new habits. And there's something about putting yourself in a totally new environment that takes you back to that beautiful beginner's mind that we talk a lot about in meditation. It's easy as you grow older to become jaded or judgmental or fixed in your ways but when you put yourself in a completely new environment it reawakens you number five is the importance of energy wow this has been a big one i absolutely adore the energy of where i'm living up in the hills And I've also become more attuned to the energy of where I choose to go, of what it feels like when I go to a restaurant or a cafe or a bar. Does it feel good? What's the energy of the people? What's the energy of the place? I've discovered a gorgeous Thai restaurant here. And one of the reasons I like going there, apart from the fact that I love the owner and The food is incredible. She's a classically trained chef who is also Thai and the Thai food is absolutely phenomenal. One of the reasons I also like going there is because the people's warmth and energy, 
the energy is so good in this place. I feel good just walking in there. I feel the authenticity and the warmth and the happiness of the people that work there. I would go to that place and just be there just to soak up the energy. We get nurtured by energy, not just food and water. We nurture our mind, body and soul with energy. So let your feelings be your guide here. These are the signposts to what the energy is like in a place. If you go in and you feel disconnected or maybe you feel unsettled or uncomfortable, let your feelings be your guide. They are picking up on the energy in a place. Okay, number six of nine things LA has taught me. How much I appreciate Ibiza. My home, the energy, the beauty, the landscape, the ease. So often we need to leave a place to appreciate how good it is and to create a new perspective on that familiar or on what we may have taken for granted. Leaving has helped shine a light on all the things I love and appreciate. Okay, number seven is resourcefulness. This has been a key quality, landing in a whole new location without any infrastructure and very little knowledge. So you might recall from a previous episode that the week before I was due to fly, I had my wallet stolen which included my driving license. So I haven't been able to hire a car out here. So I'm continually having to ask, what's the work around here? What's the opportunity? How can I see this differently? Now, when I arrived, the house that I'd rented was not at all what I was expecting. It looked nothing like the pictures. There were aspects of the home that were in such bad condition, that were so dirty, so poorly maintained. I was quite shocked. And yet, the location was phenomenal. The views are epic. The street is quiet. It's five minutes from West Hollywood down the hill. But it's stunning up here. It's like another world. And I really checked in with myself. Do I want to make this work? Should I make this work? Is this the highest and best choice for me? I spent some time reflecting whilst troubleshooting with the owners on resolving some of these issues. And again, I had to ask, what's the work around here? What's the opportunity? So I got on Amazon. God bless Amazon Prime. I miss that living in Ibiza. And I ordered duvets, pillows, bed linen, I upgraded some of the things in the house, I bought new mugs. I put some money, which was a small amount in the bigger scheme of things, into this home to upgrade some aspects of it. I told the owners that I required them to wash all of the upholstery and the curtains if they wanted me to stay. So I really had to be in my power And that's part of resourcefulness is asking for what you want, is being willing to speak up and not worry about what other people are going to think, being willing to ask for what you need, what you desire. 
And there's been many opportunities for resourcefulness on this journey, as there is when you travel, right? Continually I ask, what's the opportunity? How can I choose to see this differently? Where's the good here? And when I go through this process, which I often do in my journal because I find writing brings through a greater depth of clarity. When I do this process, I find that I get gold. I get insights, awarenesses. I go into an even deeper appreciation, a deeper connection. Okay, number eight of nine things LA has taught me is how much I love luxury. It's true, I cannot deny it. You probably already know this if you know me. I absolutely adore luxury. And when I think about the joy of being in the Rosewood Miramar Bar in Montecito, I think of the beautiful, soft, sensual furnishings, the flattering lighting. I think of the wonderful service, just the right amount of friendly. I think of the exquisite presentation of the cheesecake on the beautiful crockery. I think of the green tea and how flavoursome and exquisite it was. I appreciate the refinement and the mindfulness in the whole experience where every detail has been thought through and elevated. The service, the presentation, the surroundings, the flavours. And it takes me into a deeper place of presence and appreciation. So often we can be shamed for enjoying luxurious things or expensive things. And there's an elegance, refinement, a beauty in these things. You may have been brought up humble not to ask for more than you have to be grateful for what you have when other people are starving and have less. But there is no shame in appreciating the finer things in life and allowing yourself to experience them. We don't define ourselves by these things, but we allow ourselves the pleasure of these experiences. That's how we roll in my world. And the last thing that LA has taught me that I'm going to share with you today is that I can go anywhere in the world and start over and create happiness and peace and joy. It's character building stuff. It plays with the dynamics of non-attachment. Everything I know and love I left behind. Just a couple of suitcases I'm here with limiting things, but I know that I can create happiness and connection and joy and peace wherever I go. And that lesson is gold. So I hope you took something away from this today that struck a chord or ignited something in you, or maybe you've got the impetus to actually take yourself into a new environment or a new location 
sometime soon. Thank you for being with me on this journey and welcome back to the show. See you again next week. So as we move into autumn, I'm going to be diving more deeply into the conversation around healing. What does healing mean? How do we heal? Why do we want to heal and what are the benefits? And I'm going to be hosting a very special webinar in a couple of weeks time to dive into this topic of healing. I know many, many, many of you are here for this conversation, for the healing that's available in my community. And so I invite you to sign up for the webinar with the link in the show notes. And if you're enjoying this show, I would love a five-star rating or a review on Apple iTunes. That would mean the world to me. Have a wildly abundant week. Bye for now.